are tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Sponsored in part by 29 Brew Pub and Wood-Fired Pizza and To Die For Cupcakes. Now your hosts, Sam Dunham, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, it's time for another episode of Nerd Overload, your pop and geek culture show that discusses everything from Arkanoid to Zool. The game Zool, not the Ghostbusters Zool. I think we already did that one. I'm Cody. I'm Sam. I'm Josh. And I'm Samantha. We have a great show for you this week. I think the uh, news lineup that we have for you is going to be real good. You're really going to enjoy this. I hope so. And we have a quiz today too, right? Yes, I wrote a quiz about uh, simulator games, which are all the rage on Steam anymore. I have a list of them. Some are real, some are not. We'll get to that later. Yeah, look forward to that. But uh, first, let's get into some stuff we've been checking out. Oh, I'll go first. If no one else wants to, I'll go first. Uh, I made a big mistake and went to see the Fantastic Four movie <laughs> that just came out. I went to you, theaters, spent hard-earned money on the movie. You're a braver soul than I. Uh, you know what? I've always said, in order to accurately put something down, you have to at least experience, experience it. it. That movie is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't even know where to begin. Um, let's start with the beginning. The movie starts with uh, Reed Richards and Ben Graham, Mr. Fantastic, and the thing as uh, seven-year-olds in <laughs> New York. You get the whole story. You get the whole story. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, yeah. So Reed Richards, I guess, is a child prodigy, super genius. He wants to build a, t- a teleporter. He builds a small one in his garage, and it blows up like half of New York. Like, the the power supplies, I guess. Oh. And then it cuts to, like, ten years later, where they're at a science fair. A high school science fair. Although, they're really... Ben Grimm, who doesn't do science, he's just... He he lives in a, uh, a, a junkyard and gets beat by his brother. Oh, nice. Which, fun fact, uh, the, the iconic phrase, it's clobbering time, that Ben Grimm says every time he goes to beat up a bad guy and everyone cheers... He says it because that's what his older brother used to tell him right before he would beat him into the ground. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. Talk about sucking the fun out of that. Yep. So anyway, they're at this science fair. And um, oh, did I mention when they were kids, their teacher was Dan Castanoletta, the voice of Homer Simpson? No. <laughs> no. That must have been weird. Yeah. So anyway, 10 years later, they're at a science fair. Uh, the only uh, people out of elementary school at this science fair, all of the kids around them are all children. They're the only, like, adults there. And their uh, science teacher of seven years, Dan Castellaneta, walks up to them. <laughs> their science teacher of seven years. <laughs> and they demonstrate on on the thing, you know, their teleporter actually works. It teleports at this little toy plane somewhere for a few seconds and comes back. In the process, it also destroys the high school gym backboard. And Dan Castellaneta, a man of science, a science teacher, says, oh, I'm sorry, I'm going to disqualify you because we don't do magic tricks here. (laughs) You invented teleportation and it worked, but you're in trouble. (laughs) But you're in trouble and you're going to pay for that backboard. So then uh, (laughs) Sue Storm's father walks up to them, Franklin Storm. Uh, Frank Storm. Frank Storm, yeah. And says... Hey, you know, I just randomly like to go up to uh, go, go science to science, science fairs, <laughs> and I like your science. 
I'm going to give you a uh, a scholarship to our our uh, the Baxter Foundation school program thing. It's not a school. It was a uh, science like lab. <laughs> Hollywood there's science no, lab. There was no there's no school about it. Why do you need <laughs> a a uh, you know uh, a scholarship to it? He should have just offered them a job. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it, it fast forward a little bit. You get to meet Johnny Storm, who's um, in the comics has always been like the fun loving, you know, hothead, you know, guy. Daredevil. It, Daredevil. Guy. In this, he uh, his um, personality is daddy issues and I like cars. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is it. And now I can't drive cars because I'm on fire. <laughs> uh, your joke. <laughs> Oh, wow. Wow. That is kind of a part of it, kind of. He gets blackmailed into coming back to the science center to work on this interdimensional teleporter because they find out he's not really teleporting anything. They're going to a separate dimension. Just on just out of reach of, you know, the ones here, the one here on Earth. Basically, the eighth dimension from uh, uh, Buckaroo Banzai. That's pretty much where they go to get their powers. Anyway. So is is Big Boutte there? Uh, n- no, but uh, they have Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom, by the way, is a twenty-year-old uh, scientist. They're all under eighteen. All these all these kids. Why? Uh, because because you know kids. Because Hollywood. Yeah. Also, Ultimate Fantastic Four and or Ultimate Fantastic Four was terrible. Yeah, Doctor Doom is this uh, weird like Asperger's like super genius guy who. Um, I don't know if they if they were trying to allude to him having a having uh, unrequited feelings for Sue Storm because they didn't really underline it. One major part of the movie, everyone mumbles and no one looks at each other. <laughs> no one talks directly to each other and looks at each other. They all just kind of mumble and stare off like three inches to the left. <laughs> mumblecore. My, it's a mumblecore film. Yeah. So <laughs> we're getting to we're getting to the best thing. They're doing all this stuff for the government. So when they finally build the machine and it's finished, the government comes in and says, hey, we're going to get some of our astronauts, some of our trained people to go in and and be the first people over there. So um, all of the scientists underage drink, except for Sue Storm. She's not there. That's a running theme, by the way. Um, She's invisible. Yeah, Yeah, she was there. You just couldn't see her. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, but no, she uh, the four guys. well, the three guys, Reed Richards, Johnny Storm, and Dr. Doom, all get drunk because they're like, we're not going to be the first people to set foot on another planet. Wait. So they go and get Ben Grimm, who has not been in the movie for about a half hour at this point. <laughs> they all jump in to like their spacesuits, which, their spacesuits, this is the one of the problems I had with it. Sue Storm, super genius in this, right? The Invisible Woman, supposed to be super smart. They say she's super smart, working on this interdimensional project. You know what she's working on? The containment suits. She is making the clothes for them. (laughs) And Ben Grimm and Sue Storm do not have the same build, you know? (laughs) He ends up putting on her her jumpsuit and goes along with the three drunk scientists to the, you know, other world. And it fits for him perfectly. (laughs) Anyway, they go to this other world. They all get their powers. Sue Storm is back in the lab and gets hit with, like, a blast of energy when they come back or something. She couldn't have just been there also? No, no. She had to be uh, completely marginalized because it's a man's science world, I guess. Oh, God. Yeah, awful. It's awful. Wow. Uh, there, there can only be, what, three, four seats in this for reasons. Yeah, there's only four seats in it. 
And Doom took one of them. And Doom took one of them. Doom gets left behind because he's he's a super genius scientist who has been studying this other dimension for years. Uh, Gets there and sees a a lake full of green liquid energy and says, I'm going to touch it. (laughs) I got to get all up in that. Yeah. And that's what causes the explosion. That causes them to all have their powers. So... They all, they get back, you know, Ben Grimm's a giant rock man, uh, Johnny Storm can't turn off his fire. Oh yeah, none of them can tr- control their powers. It's not just the thing that can't turn back. None of them can control their powers. That's why they wear their black jumpsuits, because that regulates their abilities, which is dumb. What what does Mr. Fantastic look like when he can't control his abilities? Is he just like noodling out He's everywhere? just noodling out, except for at the very, very end of the movie where he uh, finds the strength of his sciency will to pull himself back together. After, because he's like strapped all these weird, like slinky, like springs, like car, uh, like garage door sh- uh, springs around his arms <laughs> to keep them in place. God. Yeah. Any, anyway, they get back. Uh, the government says, hey, you know, we got to watch you guys because, you know, you guys have superpowers. And in this new universe, we've never seen superpowers before. Uh, Mr. Fantastic freaks out and takes off. <laughs> he escapes out of an air duct and tell, tells Ben Grimm, hey, Ben, you're my best friend. Uh, hang out here for a year. I'm going to try to figure out how to fix you by myself in the wilderness in South America. <laughs> like you do. Like you do. <laughs> At which point the government comes in to say to Ben Grimm, who, um, you know, is a seven foot rock man with a tiny voice because he's still being played by a 17 year old. Hey, you know, we're going to try to fix you. But in the meantime, do you mind killing people for the government for us? <laughs> Because that's my favorite part of the Fantastic Four comics. The scene where they, where the thing becomes a hired mercenary for the government. A murderer for hire? Yeah. The Merc with a rock. Yep. And did I mention that all of this happened? We're about 50 minutes into the movie and is the first time you see any kind of action or powers or any oh kind of special God. effects outside of like, like weird flashes of light from this teleporter machine. 50 minutes into a 105 minute movie wow there was one fight scene in this entire movie and it's with Dr. Doom and it's at the very end is his name still Doom? his name is Victor Von Doom from Latveria oh that that reminded me they were all making uh, earlier in the movie they were all sitting around doing stuff and um, like the three um, Sue Storm you know everyone but Dr. Doom all sitting around talking and joking and stuff and Dr. Doom walks up and says you know you're not going to be laughing so much when the government comes in and takes takes all of our science research away and Sue Storm looks at him and and goes listen to Dr. Doom over here (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then he's like that is my name actually (laughs) yeah right (laughs) oh it's really bad it's really bad and from what I understand the director, Josh Trank, had about two to two and a half hours worth of movie that he was going to make. And Fox came in and completely disassembled it, like completely like did a pre-edit of his movie and chopped out like three key action sequences and like cut it down to an under an hour or just over an hour and a half and ruined it. Why would they cut out the action sequences? I don't know. That seems like the opposite of what they would do. <laughs> Yeah, I don't I don't understand it. It's it almost makes me think wonder if Fox is eager to drop the Fantastic Four license and they wanted to have a movie that tanked so bad that Marvel will go to them and say, hey, you know, this thing we're doing with Spider-Man and Sony where we, you know, make the movie and then you guys get a cut of the profits. Can we do that with the Fantastic Four and like all the extra people 
like characters from it, including Silver Surfer, Galactus, Doctor Doom, uh, the Scrolls, you know that sort of stuff. It almost makes me think Fox is like trying to play the long game and trying to get like one of those licensing deals. Like they tanked it on purpose. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I thought I read somewhere where Fox has already said they want to do a sequel. Of course they did because you know they're they're dumb. Fox is dumb. <laughs> Fox is there's dumb, a peti- there's a petition out there that people are signing uh, <laughs> for Marvel to to go in and just buy the rights back, just straight up. I would love it. They I would love for that like, to happen. Why not? And you know they what? They have the money. You know, buy the rights back and then do nothing with the Fantastic Four. Just put Doctor Doom in the Avengers movie. Yeah. Get Galactus and Silver Surfer in the Avengers movie and be done. Put make the Fantastic Four in the background. Shoot, use these same actors and just set them in the background in blue costumes so they look right with fours on them so they look right. You know, the only time the four comes up is on Johnny Storm's containment suit where he has like all these like boilerplate like things all over him and like three, four coils on his chest to keep the heat from like burning him alive or whatever. Jeez. (laughs) Yeah. It's really bad. I saw where, where the thing doesn't even have pants. He doesn't have pants. Uh, He's uh, not even really orange. He's just kind of brown. Brownish. He's brownish orange. He doesn't have pants. Visible butt crack. <laughs> That's important. No, no, it's a rock. It's a rock crack. Yeah, well, it's a rock crack. I, I guess technically. I think it's called cleavage in <laughs> geological terms. Ah, yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It, it's a butte. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice. That's good. <laughs> but uh. I I can't I can't believe how bad this was, and I mean I liked you know I liked the ones with Michael Chiklis and Jessica Alba. I mean they I thought they were I thought they were good. That they, second they, one was god awful. Well, the second one wasn't great, but the first one it was fun. It was for for its time and the state of comic book movies at the time. It was good. It you was watchable. terrible. As I'm thinking about it, and I'm like I really don't like those other ones. God, they sound leaps and bounds better. <laughs> oh, they are. It's it, they are much more. Fantastic Four than this movie. <laughs> I tell you, if they wanted to take this plot, give the four the the five main cast members different abilities, not call it Fantastic Four, and just have it be a generic, you know, superhero, superhuman sci-fi like the the, the dimensional heroes. Yeah, and <laughs> and give it a little more of that uh, uh Cronenberg like the fly kind of like body horror kind of stuff to their abilities would have been a great movie because. I and I like it when they change things in movies. Nothing, not everything has to be exactly like the comics. You know oh, that. Yeah. But this was too many changes too quick. The movie, the the plot made no sense. Again, they marginalized Sue Storm, which may, which is awful. Yeah. That's really bad. And they like distilled all of the characters' personalities down to like one thing. Rita super smart, but doesn't understand people. Uh, ben Grimm got beat up as a kid. Sue Storm uh, has, like, borderline Asperger's. Uh, Johnny Storm just wants to get his car back and drive it. Uh, Doctor Doom hates the world, hates Earth for some reason. <laughs> for reasons. <laughs> yeah. And that, I, I could go on and talk about this for another hour. There is so much bad <laughs> stuff. Like the look of Doctor Doom. And like his weird rocky metal, he looks like, like Lawnmower Man from that old movie Lawnmower Man, basically. Or how the whole final confrontation didn't have to happen at all. It doesn't seem like it even gets the the heart and soul of the Fantastic Four. No, when when you when you're reading a Fantastic Four movie, you want space adventures, you want crazy science, 
You want fun. You want Johnny Storm. You want the Human Torch and the Thing to be making jokes at each other. You want uh, Mr. Fantastic and Invisible Woman having veiled like, you know, attractions for each attractions other. for each other. You want crazy things happening, and this gave us none of that. It gave us four team members that could barely stand to be in the same room as, with each other. I I can count. I can't even count on one hand the times that that the Thing told Mr. Fantastic, "I hate you." God. <laughs> It, wow. it doesn't sound very fantastical, you know, the, just the just the word fantastic conjures up, you know, like some whimsy. Yeah. Oh, they lampshade the, calling themselves the fantastic. They never once call themselves the fantastic four in it. They never really even call themselves by their own names, like their superhero <laughs> names. Very end of the movie. They get their own like spoilers, spoilers. Don't no. g- oh, don't go see yeah. this movie. Oh, yeah. who, who cares? They get their own like. They save the world, and in exchange, they get their own like research facility out in the middle of nowhere. Oh, they, don't get, of, a, they don't get a Baxter building? Uh, they work in the Baxter building at the beginning, uh, but instead of being placed in New York City, you know, where the Fantastic Four live and work and is integral to their stories, they're like in the middle of like Vermont and like this middle of nowhere. <laughs> and they're, they're looking off like over like a um, high rise thing at their new science facility and all this stuff. And uh, the thing kind of says to Mr. Fantastic, wow, all this stuff going on. This is a uh, pretty fantastic for us. credits. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Like they might as well have the building shaped like a five. They might. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was really bad. Don't go see the movie. Don't see it. Don't give That's... Fox any money. Don't buy it when it comes on DVD. Don't even pirate it. Just don't. Just don't. I feel like right now, like, doing a superhero movie where they don't use the hero's name, don't stop it. Yeah. Stop doing it. It doesn't, it's stupid. Mm-hmm. It's never worked. It's just ridiculous. It doesn't work for Arrow. They're finally going to call him Green Arrow in the next season, aren't they? Yeah. 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 It's dumb. It just shows that you're embarrassed to your source material or something. Yeah. Oh yes, this this movie was incredibly embarrassed of its source material. So they made something Worse. infinitely more embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, don't get me wrong. Fantastic Four is not like the strongest comic book, you know, characters ever. It's goofy. It is goofy, <laughs> but lean hard into that goofy. Yeah, exactly. You know what the you know what one of the greatest Fantastic Four movies is, The Incredibles. Yeah, oh, I thought you were gonna say the the. Uh, Roger Corman. <laughs> that one is also great. That's a that's a great one you for a different reason. That is a that is a better Fantastic Four movie than this one. <laughs> this yeah. From the sounds of it. Yeah. Look up the the Roger Corman 1994 unreleased Fantastic Four movie. You know, I'm surprised that hasn't like <laughs> like um, you know everybody who's ever wanted to see it has seen it. I'm surprised they just haven't released it on DVD. <laughs> uh, they they never will. But that's okay. As long as it's alive on the internet, everyone, yeah, it, it's okay. You know, when you get right down to it, it wasn't that bad. I mean, it was really stupid. Yeah. But, like, At least they it was an all like, right movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Again, for the time, it was all right. Yeah. Listen, I've rambled about the Fantastic Four for over 20 minutes. Someone else have a check it out. <laughs> Do we want to talk about Sonic Dreams Collection? <laughs> Let's talk about Sonic Dreams Collection. <laughs> so, a group of game makers called the, the Arcane Kids. Yeah. Which they they do a lot of like kind of art game like weird art games experimental mm-hmm. weird yeah. stuff like they did a fake sequel to Bubsy 3D oh jeez and they did the my personal favorite video game of all time Tomb of a Thousand Snakes 
<laughs> have you guys seen it? No. Oh, you have to play. It won't spoil it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Look that one up. Two of a thousand snakes. Okay, I'll do that. But they they made this this game that purports to be lost Sonic games that Sega never released from the Dream Dreamcast era. Right? Yeah, 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 from the Dreamcast era, and they get really really weird, and they kind of like. Like it's kind of poking fun at the weird like Sonic fan culture that exists, like kids recoloring Sonic characters and and making their own stories, and also the weird fetish culture that surrounds Sonic the Hedgehog for some. There's a weird fetish culture reason. that that surrounds every fandom. Yeah, but I mean, there. Sonic is especially terrible. It's pretty bad. But the the first game in the in the package is Make My Sonic, which lets you make your own Sonic OC, as the kids call it. Original, Original character. character. Yeah. Do not steal. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it only lets you change the color. It's just a Sonic a 3D model of Sonic. It only lets you change the color and the size of the limbs and head. And it's all randomized. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What was the, what was the name of your Sonic OC character? Can you remember? I had a couple. Of, the only one I can remember is Marth the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot just like ridiculous, like stuff that a 14-year-old would come up with and think was cool. Yeah. Because that's what it's based on. <laughs> but you, you make your, your own Sonic character and you can throw rings at his face and like, <laughs> like literally you hit a button and a ring shoots out and bounces off his head. Then after that, the second one is Eggman Origins, which you initially initially won't even work right it just says no network adapter found which you can get into it i'll come back to that okay <laughs> then after that what what is the one after that is it I mean, that's movie maker sonic movie maker <laughs> that's a doozy. which where things start getting really weird yeah Whoa, stuff we please. probably can't talk about on air not, yeah not too much but it's it's a game where you shoot six second videos of sonic characters doing things and it starts out you know, normal, like it's... Not really normal, because the first scene is a car crash. No, it's not. I always thought... I thought that I thought the car had crashed into Sonic's... Oh, well, yeah, there's a car. It's, like, crashed in the garage. into a garage. But yeah. the scene is supposed to be, like, somebody... Uh, them passing a football back and forth or something. So it's, it's you know, it seems normal. But then, then you, you shoot your six seconds of video. You can move the characters around and put word bubbles on them. <laughs> then the next one... Sonic prom night. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you pull a string down and all of a sudden lights come on and there's music and it's prom night and your Sonic character you'd previously created and Rouge the Bat are writhing around. <laughs> like nobody is actually animated. They just kind of like they flop, just kind of flop around. around. Yeah. <laughs> so you shoot six seconds of video of Sonic the Hedgehog prom. Yeah. Why? Why? Why Rouge the Bat? Why not Amy? Because Rouge the Bat is uh, is problematic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially in the Sonic fandom. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know. I know. I've been to DeviantArt. Yeah. <laughs> and then the uh, the third scene, which we can't really talk about, is yeah. we'll just call after prom night. <laughs> yeah. You, it, it's, it sits you down outside of a hotel, which you can then go into a room. And yeah. Yeah. Oh. Then you shoot your six seconds of video in oh. there. I mean, they're still just. It's, yeah, they're still they're just, just like flopping around uh. like, like rag dolls, like they have been the whole game. But 
it's still what it implies is horrific. Yeah, and it gets worse from there. Yeah. Yeah. Start force feeding Sonic. Yeah. What? Food, yeah, and his stomach inflates. Like a like the food fetish. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. Yeah, it, it, and it only gets weirder from there. There's pregnancy stuff. Maybe maybe Sonic Boom wasn't that bad. Yeah. <laughs> and then after that is my personal favorite, my roommate Sonic. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I've seen videos of this one. This is bad. <laughs> Where you? Where you're, it's like a fake Oculus Rift VR thing where it's, you know, you're looking around, you're sitting next to Sonic the Hedgehog on the couch, and your phone vibrates, and you look at it, and you have a text that says, have you told your roommate how you feel? And you say yes or no, and then it says, well, you should, you know, live your life to the fullest. Look out, look out your window, I'll help you. And you look out the window, and then uh, Dr. Eggman is watching through binoculars. Helping you seduce your roommate Sonic the Hedgehog, he he goes tickle him, give him the tickles. He's gonna say no. He says give him the tickles. That's what he says. So you look over and you've got this tickling hand like the fingers. I like doing this tickling motion and you move it over Sonic the Hedgehog and he slaps your hand away and it turns into this big long like 3D noodle flopping around and it, it like sucks back up. And you do it some more. <laughs> to the point where... where kick his shoe off. Yeah, you have to take his shoe off and tickle his, like, he, blue human foot. It's like a real long, gross <laughs> yeah, human like foot. human foot. <laughs> Why? And then he turns around and looks at you in Robotnik text. He goes, look into his eyes. So you look into his eyes, like his Sonic the Hedgehog, like, one pupil eyes. Well, two pupil eyes and one eye. And the pupils slowly move in together, merge into one giant cycloptic eyeball. And that's when you get a text saying, no, you've gone too far. And this room starts shaking. Your phone is sucked into the eyeball. Then you are sucked into the eyeball. And then it shows your player character with, with no head, because you are the head, walking down this path. And he slowly starts running. And he slowly turns blue has sonic shoes, and is running down a green path collecting rings. And then he rolls up into a ball and rolls away, and the phone says in the background, I hope this is what you wanted. Yeah, it's it's really an art like an art piece almost, this yeah. game. You, it's, need, you need to play it. It's weird. Oh, God. It's real weird. <laughs> but I, then that, I that... have three words for you for that, uh, for the movie maker. Big the Cat. <laughs> I was. I haven't played. I've watched videos of it, and every time Big the Cat pops up, it it scares the crap out of me. Every time. Well, the Eggman Origins game. The only way to get into it is that when you're watching the TV with Sonic and roommate Sonic, it says the password on screen, mm -hmm. and then the username is the name of the fake company that made it, that MJ Studio. Mm -hmm. You have to run a file that's hidden in the directories of the game. That's SegaNet. Oh. So you you're fake connecting to SegaNet, so you can use the online the fake online features in the actual Sonic oh, Dreams wow. collection. That is really meta. That's crazy. Yeah. Then you have to use Make My Sonic, and then after you make your Sonic, there's this upload to SegaNet button that normally doesn't work. Mm -hmm. But if you're running that other program in the background, it will work. <laughs> oh man! And then once you have that character uploaded, then you can play the other game. Which is really weird. 
you're like your OC character's head on two legs running around this white void searching for worms in the ground to feed to a small egg man that grows larger every time you feed him a worm. Yeah, that is weird. That's a weird one. <laughs> Greatest game of all time. Yeah, sounds like it. Why? <laughs> it's art. No. It's artwork. No, it's crap. No, it, it's art. It's seriously art. It is. It's it's some of that. Uh, it's, it's it's like art that I would say, like, you go to an art gallery and you see, like, a toilet that's been splatter painted with, like, weird paint and pe- someone has paid, like, multi-millions of dollars for it. And you go, what? Why? And the answer is, it's art. Ugh. <laughs> That's this this that game is a toilet splatter painted with with different colors. That sold for a million dollars. I mean, yeah. it, it reflects like the weird Sonic subculture. Yeah, like, and it seriously makes you feel something. So, yeah, yeah, uh, freak, freak, freak the hell out. Yeah. <laughs> Which you know, art is what it's made to do. Is I guess. a reaction and a feeling. So I think it's art. It's games as art. I would describe it as like an experimental game. Yeah. Like an experimental film. Okay. An interactive experimental film featuring weird Sonic OC characters do not steal. And I thought this Adventure Time uh, Oculus Rift thing I watched was weird. <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention to download it, you have to go to the special website and there's just a page with a password on it. And you have to put in the password Grandpa. Grandpa. And then you can download the game. <laughs> yeah. How do, how do you even find out the password? Word of mouth. Uh, yeah. Oh. Okay. Thanks, Internet. I just watched Rick and Morty. <laughs> That's all I did. Okay. Is I liked the episode. I didn't. I mean, <laughs> there's like a lot of like weird themes in it, and it's it seems like this season is more about trying to get into like Rick's past, I guess, or just the like, kind of person Rick is. Yeah, just trying to get into his head a little bit and make him seem more like a person than this weird force of nature that he was before. But I liked him as the weird force of nature. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then there was like, and then there's like, they're again, they're expanding the whole universal neighborhood they're building. Like, uh, the, uh, the, the Galactic Federation makes another reference. Because Unity, this parasitic hive mind thing that takes over this entire planet that apparently Rick used to date. The, the entity, not, not the planet. Uh, talking about how she she took over this planet, or it took over this planet, I should say, and uh, its goal is to become a level blah 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 civilization so it can join the Galactic Federation and then assimilate the Galactic Federation from there. Hmm. I don't like world building in my Rick and Morty. <laughs> I like when it's just like dumb slapdash space stuff, like yeah. like characters named Schmoopy Noopers and like. <laughs> Like I don't, I don't want all this world building. I just want what, it, whatever the heck it is at that. Hey, time. I'm scrunching here. Yeah, just like whatever <laughs> dumb thing they come up with. Oh, I'm sure we'll get back more to that. Yeah, I like my my Rick and Morty more improvisational than a big world building experience. <laughs> yeah, but no, uh, I liked it. Cody I'll watch, didn't. I'll watch Steven Universe if I want ridiculous world building. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, well, hey, let's go ahead and take a break here, and uh, when we come back, we'll do that uh, quiz. 29 Brew Pub and To Die For Cupcakes is a supporter of local radio programs like Nerd Overload. 29 Brew Pub offers wood-fired pizzas and sandwiches, craft beers and local liquors, and To Die For's gourmet cupcakes. They also host a local bike night every Thursday. 29 Brew Pub and To Die For Cupcakes, 
1692 Marion Mount Gilead Road, right in front of Office Depot, 740-751-4586, and also on Facebook. That was Blinded Me With Science by Thomas Dolby. Welcome back. You're listening to Nerd Overload. That's the most radio announcer voice I think I've ever done on this show. (laughs) Uh, And now sports. Yeah, right. (laughs) And now the weather. (laughs) Uh, We have a quiz you came up with, right, Cody? Yes. Let's hear it. uh, Since Goat Simulator recently came out on PlayStation 4, and that's a great game, Mm -hmm. I figured I would quiz you guys on your simulator games. Great, I know nothing about this. <laughs> Are these simulator games real, or did I just make them up? 
Okay. And here we go. Number one, car mechanic simulator. Real. 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 Yes, that's real. It was the easy one to start with. Okay. Are we are we going to keep track of score? Oh, yeah. We probably should. Okay. We all have one. Yay. Everybody gets one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Spider-Man. <laughs> Euro Truck Simulator 2, colon, go east. Real. Fake. I know it is a Euro Truck Simulator, but I don't know if there's... So I'm going to say real just because... I don't know if you just added that, though. I say real. It's real. It's oh, a hey. an expansion back to your ah, All right. Dang it. All right. Euro fish cannery simulator. Fake. No. Real. It was fake. Ah, uh, okay. Made that one up. Surgeon simulator. Real. 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 Yep. That one's actually kind of fun. Yeah. I have played that one. Okay, next one. Sturgeon simulator. Fake. Fake. Real. It was fake. Okay. <laughs> See, I'm just saying real for all of them. <laughs> just, uh, yeah. I mean, the internet is weird and full of some weird simulation games. Oh, sure. Ship Simulator Extremes. Is it with a Z? <laughs> no, with an S. Uh, real. Uh, I'm going real. One real, two reals. It was real. Ah. So have you played any of these games, by the way? Um, Not really. Okay. Uh, Euro Truck, Surgeon Simulator, and that's about it. Okay. <laughs> Goat Simulator. <laughs> yeah. Grass Simulator. Fake. Real. It's real. Hey! What? Oh, yeah. I think it's an indie. I think oh, yeah. it is, too. Yeah, I think that was kind of a joke. Duck Simulator. Fake. Fake. It is fake. Are you looking at my card? No, not at all. <laughs> Everybody got that one. Woodcutter Simulator. Real. 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 Yeah, it's real. <laughs> Tea Party Simulator. Fake. Fake. I have a question. Is it... Um, an actual <laughs> act of drinking tea or is it a uh, political simulator? <laughs> act of drinking tea. Oh, uh, fake. It's real. Wow. What? Did anybody get that? No. No, no, no one got, got that Yeah, one. that's the real one. I think that's another indie okay. experimental thing. Yeah. Pigeon Simulator 9000. Real. Does it also go by the name How to Fool Boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> the one where you date the pigeons? <laughs> Which is a real game? <laughs> no, it's unrelated to that game. Okay, fake. Does it have a Nikola Tesla expansion? <laughs> it should. <laughs> Probably fake, but I want to say real. It was real. Was that two reels? I no? said you fake. You said fake. I said real. You said real. Two reels. Okay. Two reels. Two reels. Okay, this is a long one. Okay. Stick oh, with me on this one. I'm already calling fake. My Kitty Cat Slots of Las Vegas Casino Simulator with Coin Cannon Bonus 2015 Pro. Real. 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 Fake. fake. It was real. Yeah. Awesome. It was on... I put the word simulator in Metacritic. It It's an iOS game. That's excellent. Uh, Realistic kissing simulator. Real. Real. It's called my life. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, fake. It's real. Oh, okay. Is that that one with like the two tongues? It might be. Uh. <laughs> Arby's night manager simulator. <laughs> that sounds like I've heard. Before, I want that to be real so I bad. Know. I'm gonna say real. I'm, real. I'm wrong. Real. I'm gonna say wrong. I'm gonna say real. Fake. It is. It's fake. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> I wanted to say real. I made that one up. <laughs> McDonald's drive-through simulator 2015. <laughs> Silly sloth simulator. Real. 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 Yeah, it's real. People love sloths. I don't know why they love sloths. It's but they love it's sloths. the internet. I'm, I'm just putting it out there. Internet's weird. Tax Audit Simulator 2015 1040EZ Edition. Real. 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 Fake. I made that one up. Uh, okay. <laughs> good on you. Good on you. That was a good one. 
high school quarterback simulator, colon, peaked at 17. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Real. I'm saying real again. Fake. Let's do it. Fake. I want to say real, but I don't know. <laughs> See, it's hard. There's too many weird simulators exactly. out there. Yeah. Real. It's fake. Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Point for the Midgetor. Forklift truck simulator. Real. Real. Yeah. It's called Shimnu. <laughs> A moisture farmer simulator. Fake. Real. Star Wars brand. Fake. 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 It's fake. Uh, Is there blue milk? <laughs> we can only hope. Local radio show production simulator 2015. Also my life. <laughs> That's the last fake. one, too. Fake. It's fake, but it yeah. should be real. <laughs> it's, it's fake. Wow, I tallied these really bad. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you didn't do the standard, like, hash hash no, for the I fifth didn't. one. That um, would make things so much easier. <laughs> Let's count these. Well, just looking at it, I think Samantha won. Yeah. Let's see them. You got 12. Okay, I have 12. Samantha, you got 15. Woo! Number one. Josh, you got 13. So Samantha is the simulator queen. There we go. All right. I wanted to be the simulator queen. <laughs> When you get home, we'll let you play um, agricultural simulator um, historical farming all you want. Nice. Your oxen have died <laughs> of dysentery. Well, that was fun. Thank you for bringing that in, Cody. That was a good time. <laughs> no there are that seriously was... go on if you go on like Steam or something, just type in simulators. So much weird. Yeah, there's so yeah, many weird some simulators. Weird stuff. The farming ones are really popular at work. I'm sure a they lot are. Of people buy them. Well, and they're boring as. Well, the pe reason people buy them is because they see um, somebody on YouTube goofing around with one and cracking jokes, and it's funny, and they're entertained, and they think they're gonna buy the game, and then they're gonna have that experience. And you're not. You're not an entertainer. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to realize you pay, bought a boring simulator about driving a tractor. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to get Goat Simulator, though, especially after oh. they added the, the RPG expansion. Yeah, it's fun. It's a good game. Yeah. So stupid. Because that one's a joke. Yeah. I mean, it's... it's they, was... pur they purposely left in all the bugs. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, think, I think those are the best kind of simulators. Oh, the ones yeah. where, where they're, it's... Something You're silly. in on the joke. Yeah. yeah. I mean, come on, you blow up stuff, and if you get a big enough explosion, the words Michael Bay flash across the screen. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, let's get in some news. Yeah, let's do it. Um, so, Constantine's going to be on Arrow. I'm so excited. I loved Constantine. He can't hold a show by himself, unfortunately. No, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. And they left it on such a huge cliffhanger, too. I wonder if they'll resolve it in the Arrow. I don't know. I'm well, I heard he was gonna he's gonna be in Arrow, Flash, and the Legends of Tomorrow. Pop up here and there, yeah. yeah. And I guess they were trying to get him in earlier. I, the previous season, I haven't watched Arrow, but the previous season dealt heavily with the Lazarus Pit, which is Ra's al Ghul's mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. They were, um, and I guess at one point they brought in like a specialist to come in and look at the Lazarus Pit or tell them about it or something like that. Not on the show. Not on the show. Well, I guess... At, they talked about it. At one point last season, they were trying really hard to write Constantine into the show for a couple episode crossover so he could be the science expert or the magic science expert. Magic science. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you go, P Princess Bubblegum? <laughs> but no, it's fun. It's, I think that's going to be good. I oh, love, yeah. I'm, yeah. I enjoyed the character on his own show, and I'm glad to see that they're actually trying to make the character last beyond... That's the cool thing about having these big expanded universes. This is why you do that. So you can have a character that, you know, goes between shows and 
rewards the watcher. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I really liked I really liked the actor. Not the watcher, the character, but the <laughs> yeah. person watching the show. Wrong, wrong universe. <laughs> but no, I'm excited. Um, maybe we'll actually get to see some more fantastical stuff. Yeah, on Arrow. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, Arrow's had one actual super being. And that was our close personal friend, Doug Jones. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Friend of the show, Doug Jones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, Arrow, did you see... This isn't on the board or anything, but uh, did you see Stephen Amell's going to be on WWE? He was on Monday. Oh, he was already? Um, on yeah. Monday Night Raw. Yeah, he was on okay. Monday Night Raw. Well, that shows you how much I pay attention to I've already watched, <laughs> And I've already watched the clip of him beating the crap out of Stardust. Yeah. Who was, <laughs> in the wrestling terms, like a cosmic supervillain. Yeah. That's yeah. like his stage persona is a cosmic supervillain. Yeah, and he's been like making like Arrow references and stuff. Ever since Stephen Amell, he saw Stephen Amell like sitting in the crowd. Like he ran up to him and was like, kind of just stared him down, like staying in character. But I think in his head, he was like, wait a minute, you're Arrow. Yeah. <laughs> at least I, at least that's what I like to think he was doing. But ever since then, people have been like, hey, you know, you should get on there and, you know, make some kind of... The way I wanted to be, I wanted, like, you know, an arrow to, like, come down in the middle of, like, the <laughs> yeah. the ring or something, like, Stardust, you have failed this city, and, like, slid down, like, in his costume and beat the crap out of it. But that's not what happened. No, it was just... It was Stephen Amell, yeah. the man, the legend. Stardust... The abs haver. Yeah. <laughs> Stardust yells something at him, and he he jumps he jumps the barricade separating the the ring from the crowd, gets up on, like does like a like a standing jump onto the top of like the ropes and just runs into the and like spears like Stardust like Goldberg style, and just starts wailing on him. Wow. Yeah, and then I saw this funny picture where he took a picture of his hand and his hand was smeared with like the greasy wrestler grease no 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 like his uh, stardust has like this really like heavy heavy makeup oh on yeah his, his face. face is painted gold with a black star it's in the like, middle it's of like it. silver yeah. it's like a silver gold he's yeah. like Starman from pro wrestling on the nes <laughs> kind of yeah yeah and it's like his hand is like covered in it <laughs> and people were making memes about it and yeah. stuff well, I mean, this is the latest in like a long line of like celebrities getting in on the act. Like, oh, um, yeah. Uh, what's her name from Entertainment? She was on Entertainment Tonight, that um, um, Menounos. Oh, what's Maria her name? Marie Menounos. She's a tag team. She's a WWE tag team wrestler. <laughs> she wrestles every once in a while. Huh. And uh, the actor Tommy Tiny Lister during uh, way back when during no, the movie No Holds Barred with yeah. the act formerly known as Hulk Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he wrestled as his movie persona Zeus for a couple huh. uh, shows, I guess. So I mean, this is kind of something. That I mean, they Ronda Rousey was on one with yeah, the Rock. She was, yeah. And her over nine thousand Dragon Ball T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. She did a Reddit M- AMA. I, that was amazing. And just nerded out the whole time. Talk about how like she moderated like a, a Pokemon forum and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and Mew is her favorite Pokemon. <laughs> of course it is. Yeah. Of course it is. But she no, plays it's... World of Warcraft. Yeah, too. a regular on World of Warcraft. Yeah, she gave away her name and server, which doesn't seem like a good move. But uh, well, they did they they did lose like you know point something million subscribers. That's so. true. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, you know let let people get on on the act. I mean, it's it's wrestling. Everyone knows it's fake. Oh yeah. At this point, that's part of the that's part, that's of, the part fun. of the fun. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I haven't really watched it in a while. Oh, I once in a while, years. once in a while, I'll, I'll catch like maybe a clip or a match or something, and I'm like, maybe I should start watching it, and then I just never do. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'd watch it maybe ironically. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's how they get you. Yeah. You start watching it ironically, yeah. and then you get sucked into the storyline. The ne- next soap thing, opera ne- stories. Next yeah. thing you know, you'll come in wearing a, an Austin 316 shirt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> NWO. <laughs> white or black, or white or red. I don't even remember. <laughs> white. See, I was gonna say, I was gonna go old school and say you're gonna come in as one of the road warriors ah, with the shoulder pads. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll come in wearing sting makeup. Give the uh, recording table the old people's elbow. <laughs> now, if I'm going to come in as anybody, it's Sergeant Slaughter. There we go. <laughs> Perfect. The best G.I. Joe. Who <laughs> was the best G.I. Joe? Especially those live action bits at the beginning of, of G.I. Joe episodes. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Where he's giving like a recap or like a, like a, like a preview of the episode. <laughs> this week on G.I. Joe. Not even this week. It's probably one of those shows that was on every day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wrestling. Yep. <laughs> Those ra- wrestle guys. Wrestlemen. Wrestle boys. <laughs> Shiny and chrome. <laughs> so uh, so I guess Bill Murray's going to be in the new Ghostbusters. I'm excited, but also disappointed. Because he's not Vinkman. Uh, so they say. Yeah. It, you know, it could be all a ruse. Yeah. Clever ruse. Clever, I don't appreciate your ruse, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I... It's interesting that, you know, he balked the idea of coming back for our Ghostbusters for so long and so vehemently that it's it's kind of interesting to have him pop up now, you know? He must really like the script if he's going to be in it. Yeah. So it's hey, probably le- a good le- sign. At least yeah. he's not Ernie Hudson. What's wrong with Ernie Hudson? Yeah. Oh, it's man, fun. he was very vocal about not liking it. Really? Because, probably because he hasn't been asked. Yeah. And then there was a 180. He had said when it was first announced that it it, it probably won't work, stuff like that. He was really bad. Like, he got a lot of backlash on it. And then recently he said, oh, it'll be great. It'll be fun and sexy, is what uh, he said. Oh, that's not well, gross. Well, that's Ernie Hudson out of touch grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I, think, I, think that's, I think that's the problem there. But yeah. 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 And again, he probably has been asked to be in it. That's why he kind of flip-flopped a little bit. Yeah. Who knows? But Bill Murray, at this stage in the game, doesn't do movies that he doesn't think are worth his time yeah he's bill murray so it's not like he needs to yeah he could not he could just spend the rest of his days not acting oh yeah he could go into retirement like other actors have oh i could pull this back to fantastic four did you know one of the first things he did was a radio show where he was the fan the uh the human torch what yeah you know what if i can find a clip i'm going to put it in right here here. Our story this week picks up where we left off last week, in Swanson's garage. Nobody can modify an engine like you, man. Yeah, that's incredible. You're only saying that because it's true. You know, the whole country is looking for the human torch. Yeah. And he's right here working with us on cars. (laughs) Well, I've got to do a little welding, guys, so step back for a few seconds. As Johnny explains his superhuman abilities, one of his ex-teammates is right outside, preparing to demonstrate his... The thing. Right, Matchstick. And now I'm going to show you what we do to deserters. You can't beat the torch thing. He's too hot. Flame off, torch. Flame off or I'll drop this jalopy right on you and we'll all be blown to bits. Drop the car thing. Sure, I'll drop the car. Now I'll take care of you. That's weird. Yeah, it's it's weird. I love Bill Murray. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be great. I think it's a good idea. I think it's cool. So... It it, it 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 votes confidence. Yes, yeah. because like we yeah. said, Bill Murray does not do things he does not want to do. Also, I saw more pictures of uh, Kate McKinnon recently. Mm-hmm. She looks so cool. <laughs> <laughs> You're already calling it now. She's your favorite character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So, uh, 
spit some hot Power Rangers rage? Yeah. Oh, yeah. If, I mean, if you guys want round two of Sam gets mad on the internet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they uh, they uh, made some official announcements for, like, um, character descriptions for the new uh, uh, Power Rangers reboot movie that's coming out in 2017. I do, actually do, have do, them do, pulled do, up do, right do, here. Do. And I'm going to read through them real quick. Um, We're going to re- just read through them straight before we judge? Uh, we can judge them one at a time. Okay. That's fine. Okay, so uh, first off, I want to say the names of the five characters. There's only five Rangers this time around, so they're not introducing Tommy, the that, Green Ranger that into this. That we know of. That it'll, we know of. It'll, it'll be an end credit scene. That'll pro- it'll probably be the end credit <laughs> scene of Rita like forming the Green Ranger or whatever. But uh, we're getting the five original, so we're getting the Jason, Kimberly, Trini, Billy, and Zach. We're not getting any of the extras. We're not getting any newer seasons, anything like that. So, and it looks like they're all, they're all 17 years old. So they're all like high school. right on the cusp of, of graduating, graduating high school. Yeah, and the word is they're looking for unknowns to the, play them. I think is, that's good. Yeah, that's, that's a great good. idea. I think that's a really good idea. It's worked out for so many franchises. Mm-hmm. So let's start with Jason. Uh, casting description is 17 years old. The makings of someone or something great. I haven't pre-read through this, so forgive me. Jason was a legend of this town, a freshman quarterback with the skills to take him all the way. People knew his name, Children wore his jersey, which he's a high school football player. Why do kids yeah, wear his jersey? Yeah, people don't do that. Uh, until one night Jason wrapped his car around a pole and busted out his knee. Everything Jason was going to become ended in an instant, and with that, he lost himself. When we meet him at the start of the film, he's a kid in need of redemption. By the end, he'll be leading this desperate a group of teens to shed their individual baggage and find out who they truly are. So he's a jock. Yeah. No martial arts training. Injured that we knee. know of. Yeah, how's he going to fight with an injured knee? Yeah. The suit. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, he's just a... Uh, mo- yeah, or he'll wear, he'll wear a Christian Bale Batman brace. <laughs> Mopey peaked early high school football star. <laughs> high school quarterback. Now, you, you, you scoff at the whole, you know, kids wearing his jersey thing. There are towns in in places, but um, like yeah. here in Ohio, where high school football is Maslin. Yeah. That's exactly yeah, that's what I was going to talk Go about. Go Tigers! Yeah, that's true. My wife was in high school band, and they went to a game with Maslin and beat them. Mm-hmm. They were literally chased out of town. What? Wow! Like they were like escorted to the buses by police, and people were throwing stuff at everyone. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. So you scoff, but okay. it happens. I'm still scoffing a little bit over here. <laughs> oh no. I, I trust me. I, I get it. So it doesn't take place in Angel Grove. They just said this town, so yeah. It takes place in Maslin, Ohio. <laughs> yeah, basically. Or or Green Bay. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, let's move on to Kimberly, 17 years old, unconventionally cool, all in a way the popular girls wish they were. In fact, she was one of those girls, but isn't anymore. Not since she's returned to school after an absence of six months. Rumors are flying as to why. Rumors she seems to not care about because she's come back with this new rebel without a cause edgy attitude. But the truth is, it's all masking a deep secret that makes her feel profoundly vulnerable. Boy, I don't know about that. You know, Kimberly was all supposed to be like the happy, cheerful. Well, they're all kind of happy, cheerful yeah. ones, weren't they? It, it was the 90s. Yeah, but the super, super edgy, you know, yeah. motorcycle jacket wearing Kimberly. Uh, so I, so I, I feel like it's that one episode where they make Billy and Kimberly punks. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> it's a whole movie of that. Yeah, not. Uh, it yeah. sounds like it goes somewhere way too dark for Power Rangers. So far. Yeah, let's see. Let's see what they say about Trini. 
Again, 17 years old, mysterious and extremely bright. Her parents constantly move for work, making Trini the perpetual new girl to any school. A loner who owns it, Trini is self-sufficient, contemplative, but always observant. All she wants is to find her gang of friends, but she'll never admit it. At least, she wants to least of all a, to herself. She wants to join a gang. She wants to join a gang. She sounds like the, the super shy... Asian girl. Asian girl. Yeah. The mysterious Asian <laughs> Sounds girl. Sounds like they've all sounded like stereotypes so far. So far. And not in like the way they were originally. Yeah. Because at least with the show, they were all broad strokes, but it was fine. These just... Eh. Yeah. Okay. Billy, slight and awkward. Billy is challenged by his abilities to communicate and interact socially. Whip smart and sweet, but always odd. Sometimes in a fun way, sometimes not. Billy is a kid with no filter. Showing his emotions, understanding sarcasm, and dealing with his OCD is a constant challenge. Has never really had any friends and instantly gravitates towards Jason. So, Hollywood nerd. With possible Asperger's. That's like the way it's been leaning recently with every Hollywood nerd is like they have they have a some sort of mental yeah. problem now. Because of Big Bang Theory. My theory. Because Jim Parsons plays, you know, his character as someone with low-level, you know, Asperger's, and I think that's where that a lot of that comes from. Yeah, now now every Hollywood nerd, like the nerdy kid in Jurassic World, like he obviously had some form of <sighs> autism. You know, honestly, those kids couldn't have been there. I mean, it, and it, it would not have changed the movie for me yeah. at all. Yeah. I mean, they were so, like, just kind of glossed over. And there's nothing wrong with, with having more no. characters. No, but with- when it's every character it seems like i don't know i mean i'm not i'm not i'm not yelling about having differently able people yeah. represented or anything and it's kind of it's saying like well all nerds must have some kind of mental thing yeah i don't know it's like back in the day when all nerds were hoarding around glasses pocket protector goofy teeth super awkward like revenge of the nerds tie nerds. and pocket protector yeah all the yeah. time and now it's now it's you have uh now you is have there, is there a nice way like what is the word for that? Okay, we finally have Zach. Always the life of the party, filled with bravado and swagger. Zach's tough and cool on the exterior. A charming guy who's never had trouble with the one-liners, nor lacked confidence around women. A great athlete that's never wanted to play on any team but his own. Zach advertises everything about himself except the truth, which is that he lives in a trailer park with his single mom, and because of it, he feels deeply inferior to all his peers. That is... Very deeply racist. I'm That's, sorry. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Single mom. They had to use the word swagger. <laughs> like. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. You know, the original Zach was, you know, kind of boastful and full of bravado. Kind of. Yeah. He was also the dancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They they didn't mention anything about breakdancing in here. <laughs> and that is the worst thing of all. Yeah. <laughs> Or his missing fingers. Oh, or just one missing finger? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what they should do? They should get Patrick Stewart to be Zordon. <laughs> oh, that would be great. I'm just throwing that one out there. I don't know. It's I, just like generic racist Hollywood, uh, Hollywood stereoty- black stereotype. Yeah. And like he already kind of was, but it wasn't offensive. And this just makes it offensive. Like, yeah. He's got to come from a broken home. I'll tell you, if they didn't mention anything about, you know, the swagger or being good with the ladies, I would have swore they were talking about bulk, either bulk or skull, (laughs) (laughs) which they got to cast at some point. Yeah. Remember, they're in this movie. They better. Yeah. It's It's, like they they took all the stereotypes from the original show and made them offensive. (laughs) Well, they did the they did the Fantastic Four or Batman versus Superman thing where they darkened it up. 
they grittied it. They made it more real because that's what people want. <laughs> well, no. Power Rangers. Okay, so basically you got to have something wrong with you to be a superhero nowadays. Ba- basically, yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, I was a great athlete and I was all about my my sport and where I was going and then I lost and then I blew my knee. That's okay, that's every jerk stepdad in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> Next thing you know, we'll see we'll see Jason sitting in a chair in a leg brace drinking beer and and throwing and throwing it, footballs at the mountain. <laughs> yeah, I, was say, he's, he's, I was about to say he's from Rico. <laughs> Buying crystals so you can travel back in time. <laughs> And that's how oh. he finds the power crystal. Oh, Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's got martial arts skills and morphin yeah. skills and driving Tyrannosaurus skills. <laughs> Jimmy, he's not a karate guy. And that was part of the show. That was, that was a big part of the show. That's how he bonds with the Green Ranger, because they're both karate dudes. <laughs> but apparently in real life, they're not big fans of each other. Oh, God, no, they hate each other. Austin St. John and, and uh, Jason David Frank. Oh, yeah, they, no. they can't stand each other. Not, not tight. At all. Though I am excited about Austin St. John coming back and kind of doing convention circuits a little bit. Oh, yeah. He's a cool dude. I met him a couple... Well, about a year ago. Yeah. He's a cool dude. Anyway, this Power Ranger movie, you know what? I'll I'll give it a shot. Oh, yeah. Again, I'll have to. It's Power Rangers. I have to. I know. It's, I, I, would, I would lose my title of Marion Area's Power expert, Ranger expert. Power Ranger. <laughs> Power Ranger expert. Honorary so. Power Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah. our, you're our uh, late twenty somethings with attitude. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh nice. wait, that was the cast of the original show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially David Yost, Billy. Yeah. Was twenty six when he was in the first season of Power Rangers. Oh. He was the oldest one by far. I think in the movie they should cast somebody way older to play. Oh, him. I think so too. <laughs> That'd be a great reference. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but think, yeah, I'm gonna give it a shot. But right now it's not sounding too good. It no. sounds like, and it's Lionsgate that's doing it. So it's the yeah. people who did um, the Divergent movies and the uh, Hunger Games movies. So they gotta make it all super serious and gritty and grim and bleak and all this other stuff. And uh, that Power Rangers isn't about. It's not what it's about. But that's what they're gonna make it about. Yeah. Unfortunately. Do you think? Uh, you think they'll get Rosie or uh, Rosie O'Donnell be? to reread a I kind of want that to happen I think the, it's the voice yeah well, maybe I don't know or maybe they'll just completely skip over Rita and just go to Zed no from uh, from the uh, from, from what I've heard it's going to be Rita and the whole uh, major plot is that she's stealing all the gold on earth to resurrect Goldar so she's going to a pawn shop <laughs> it's basically the plot of Cowboys versus Aliens I never saw that movie well in that movie, the, all the aliens steal gold to fuel their spaceship. Which was a Doctor Who episode recently. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it was better, too. Also, uh, Goldfinger. Yeah, it was Goldfinger <laughs> as well. But no, no, that was getting the, well, the he rocket. Was de- he was making gold more valuable and stealing yeah. all yeah, the gold. Yes. Wasn't that Gold Member, too? No, that he was pulling a, a gold meteorite from the sky to blow up the swinging 60s. <laughs> No, the 70s. They were in the 70s. That's right. They were in the 70s. In the, in the third one. Right. God, it's been so long since I've watched Beyond, Austin Because uh, Beyond, uh, Beyonce was in that with the big afro. Yeah, okay. So. Yep. You're right. What was her name? Um, Foxy Brown. Or Foxy something. Cleopatra. Fo- Foxy yeah. Cleopatra. There we go. Yep. <sighs> okay. Have we done it? Did we ramble long enough? I think we did. Okay. I think we hit the time limit. <laughs> yep. Let's go ahead and wrap it up. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to Nerd Overload. Uh, you can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash nerd overload website. You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com, which I guess we were talking about this. Should we ask for requests? 
Song requests. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's. Yeah, you know what? We were at, we used to ask for questions and uh, we never not got any. Lot, not a lot of biters. Fell so, upon deaf ears. So we're gonna make this real easy. Just request a couple songs. We'll we'll get to them. Uh, that's always the part that we have the hardest trouble with every week. Yeah, pulling back the veil a little bit. Uh, so yeah, request us. Uh, request a song. We'll uh, we'll play it as long as it's you know radio friendly. And also you could you could tweet us song requests or whatever you want at nerd underscore overload. That's it. And uh, again, thank you for listening. And we will be back next week with another show. Pizza out. This show was sponsored in part by Twenty Nine Brew Pub and Wood Fired Pizza and To Die For Cupcakes.